welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on powerful daily habits improve mental health. I find that to be effectually true in all the clients I've worked with, and even in my own life over the past decade plus, I have discovered that the consistency that I've been able to create in my routine and my daily habits have been the largest component, uh, not only for me, but for many others, to establishing solid, not only mental health, but hormonal balance, uh, immune system function, uh, energy levels, Uh, clear thinking, and so many other benefits. I could go on and on and on. In fact, I worked with a a neurosurgeon and um, and actually took a number of tests on my hormone balance as well as my overall balance of neurochemistry. And as you know, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know you have 60 neurochemicals in your body. Um, And, you know, everything from cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and neopinephrine, which is another one. Um, endorphins, uh, which is you, you usually gain from exercise and you know well-being, and then of course you have your your male and female hormones, which are pretty general. You know your testosterone, your estrogen, all those kinds of things. And he was absolutely shocked at my results. And I don't say that just to brag; I say that as a fact. It's just a fact. Uh, you know, in fact, my my resting my resting heart rate is usually around 50 to 55, which for my age, that is an elite performance athlete's heart rate. So again, I'm not saying this to break, but I'm trying to get you to understand is that it's all in the routine. In fact, I was asked many times over the past several years, what are you doing that is creating this? And I I kept telling them again and again, I, I stick to a very solid routine. I follow my circadian rhythm. I make sure I'm in bed at the right time. I'm up at the right time. I've trained my body to be able to comprehend when and what needs to happen at the same time every day. And I also continue to fill my heart and mind with the right things. And, and of course, your body, nutrition, and you know, there's really so many other factors that go with this. And I've been able to reverse some of the genetic disorders that I've run in my family, which, again, I'm not trying to, you know, make you think I'm kind of superhuman, but I have. I've seen significant results in every area of my life. And I do attribute this to uh, uh, a solid routine that not only makes it feel more predictable, but gives you this overall a uh, sense of progress, of well-being, of predictability, of knowing that you're doing the right thing for yourself every single day, day in, day out, day in, day out. And it's not monotonous like you might think. It's just the opposite. So I want to go on to the next item on my list here. Yesterday we left off talking about meditation. We talked about 
um, you know, the importance of making better choices on some things. And, you know, we actually talked about breakfast and whether you should eat breakfast or not in terms of nourishment. But I want to talk about um, technology and what it does to us today. So while technology can be used strategically to enhance a person's mood, and I've, I've discussed that with you um, in mental health, your phones were not designed to control you. Now, granted, I think, unfortunately, many, many, many people have fallen into that trap and they allow their phones to control them. Every bling, every ding that comes in, every notification, they're instantly checking their phones and sometimes not even checking their phones because the average American checks their phones about every three to five minutes, even if no notifications have come in. And that's just what I would call an addiction. And that's an dopamine addiction. Okay. Uh, but we, if we can use our smartphones to help us in many of the ways I've already discussed with you, um, it can be an incredible help to our well-being. In fact, staying in control of any part of your life can be a huge proponent to giving you a sense of well-being. Research has found that problematic smartphone use, use is linked to increased anxiety and depression. Consider avoiding or cutting down on the time you spend looking at your smartphone screen, especially first thing in the morning. Doing so may increase your mental clarity and sense of purpose for the day while shielding you from information about news, stories, politics, etc., etc., or even social media drama, oh goodness, which can contribute to bringing your moods down, altering your physiology, and giving you a really rough day, Okay. Um, so I want to talk also tomorrow when we come back about how organization, prioritization, um, time management, all those kinds of things can also help us in a lot of ways to maintain well-being. And I'm going to give you some quick tips on how to manage that, and especially if it's something that's been a struggle for you. Because the truth of the matter is that we do internalize our surroundings. So if you're always... Um, looking around you and feeling stressed because you have a messy desk or because you can't find what you're looking for, this is going to be the episode for you. So please come back tomorrow as we continue in this series. And I think you're going to find a benefit from it. It's Michelle Steppes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining me.